0: Well hello everybody and welcome to episode 37 of the Rabbitohs Top 4 podcast. My name is Jeremy Monaghan and I'd like to welcome my usual co-host with me here this morning, Mark Ellison. And Shannon Donato, how are you, Elo?
1: I'm very well, thanks, Jeremy. It's great to be on again and uh, on the podcast. I've heard a few people, I've spoken to a few people, about three, that have said they listened to the show <laughs> recently. So, um, And sorry for the late start today. Um, Shannon went to get the wheelbarrow in with his notes that he's made for us. Failing to prepare is like
2: preparing to fail, Elo. You know that, mate. Where'd you get that one from? Uh. <laughs> John Lang on TV. (laughs) 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 How are you, Shannon? I'm very well, thank you, Jez. Excellent. It's lovely to see you, mate. I shouldn't be so harsh, I must say. No, you shouldn't, but that's okay. I'll be sure to square up later in the show.
0: It's been a long time since we've got around the table, round 17. Yes. It was now up to round 25. Been far too long, but that means we've just got more to talk about. Indeed, and it's been a good good. run
2: over that period too. We've really built some momentum. Yeah, it think has. we,
0: um,
1: yeah, the persona of the people or the media from outside changed a little bit about the Rabbitohs over that period. Yeah, it has. I mean, internally we knew where we were heading and um, it's been great to get we are, where we are now and um, looking forward to the real season that starts next week.
0: Yeah, five wins in that, that period including big guns like the Storm, the Eels and the Cowboys. So... All very good solid wins, particularly that game against the Eels, but we'll talk about that a little bit more later on. But our first topic is the top four moments from rounds 18 to 24. And Shannon, with your notes, we might kick off with you. Oh, Thank you, Jez. That's very kind and generous of you. I'm going to start with round
2: 18 versus the Bulldogs. Um, Lockie Elias. it was a masterclass. He had a fantastic game and he's got even better since then, but you know... Uh, I remember in the first three minutes, um, we were pressuring their line. They charged on him on a kick, so he he, he couldn't pass it to somebody else, and um, he couldn't he couldn't get the usual cross field kick away. So he stepped off his left, and he put a little grubber in behind the line, and it, he scored a try, and it really got us off to a a solid start. And then there was another try. Wood um, not long, uh, still in the first half. Not long after in the game, we were down ten six. And uh, he went straight to the line, drew in two defenders, and put Keon through. Uh, and Keon went through and and passed it to somebody else for a try. But he laid on basically our first two tries and and gave us that momentum for the win. And it was a real
1: uh, coming of age for Lockie. There was a lot of emotion around that game for him it too, was. Chad. And he he's uh, he lost his grandfather overnight okay. uh, leading into the game, so. Uh, you know, the players all wore black armbands. So to come out and start so well for a young kid with a lot on his mind outside of just the game was, was a, a credit to him.
2: That makes it even more special, absolutely, yeah.
1: He, so it's great. It was a great game
2: by Lockie. It was a coming of age and it's really... Great to see him uh, probably exceeding the expectations we had for him at this this point of the year and in an August as well uh, as we head into the final. So that round 18 match and, and the Lockheed Ilias masterclass is one of my first highlights. Another one uh, is round 21. You talk about emotion. Um, that Warriors game. We, we, we were clinical. Um, <coughs> you know, we got our first try in the first three minutes and we, we scored 36 points in that first half, but it was also... Um, young Isaacs debut as well. And uh, he scored a try on debut. It was a very emotional moment for him, his journey back. Mm-hmm. And even JD got a little bit emotional because it. And I just think that Warriors game was one of the most clinical games we'd played all year. We just we absolutely belted them. 36 points, as I said, in the first half. Finished out 48 uh, 10. And, um, you know, it was, it's a sign that we're really, really building to something.
0: Isaacs is a great story, <clears throat> what he's come back from, from adversity off the field, self-inflicted and otherwise through injury and stuff like that. But at one stage he weighed over 140 kilos and had basically given up on a career in rugby league. And it was JD making contact with him through Hame Sele that, that brought him back to the Rabbitohs and gave him an opportunity and he's, he's taken it. And actually on the flight up to the Sunshine Coast, I had the pleasure of sitting next to his dad. Um, His dad's name's Luke, which I thought was interesting, Isaac Luke. <laughs> 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 and a it, good omen. We, we sat there next to each other the whole flight. Did they give was, you
1: the three seats?
0: <laughs> 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 well, he was very chatty. There was a, a young lady on the window and I was on the aisle. He was in the middle and he was very chatty changed to all of us. And I was there in all Masowski because it was game day. So I've gone straight out to the stadium and he says to me, oh, you you're pretty hard into the Rabbitohs, mate. You must be looking forward to the game. I said, oh, yeah, love it, mate. I actually work for the club. He goes, oh, really? We're here to see my son play. I said, oh, who's your son? And he said, oh, Isaac Thompson. I said, what a weekend for your family. Yeah. I said, this is for night," And he was really humble. Like, he didn't sort of talk Isaac up or anything about the family or anything like that. He just said, oh, yeah, we're just so pleased for him and happy to see. Him. But I could imagine the emotions that would have been running through his dad. All all the way up yeah, on that. Right. Probably why he was so chatty talking about everything but football to try and hide the nerves. Can you just give
1: us what an introduction as you used to with Isaac Luke for <laughs> Isaac Thompson? Just for our loyal viewers out there. You want to be the,
0: you want to be Isaac Thompson? Yes, uh, who who should sponsor them, LA? Who? They need a player sponsor? Galo's Pies. Galo. Galo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the first so, thing that <laughs> always comes
2: to my mind. <laughs> Actually, right. I wasn't even talking about the sponsor. I was just thinking that out loud. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It's a bit early. He you know, normally has uh, three before lunch. Uh, <laughs> can, I, can I just say before you give us the eyes, actually, it's, you're right. It's an inspiring story. Come back from 140 kilograms and to go on and have a great NRL career. So just goes to show this hope for you too, hello. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you can take some inspiration from that. <laughs>
0: Very good There it is Very good Count number one
1: There's the the first reply too (laughs) It's it's taking half the show To think of one But that's okay
0: (laughs) Come on give us the Isaac So he would have been In number four What was he wearing 21 21, I think Yeah Yeah, number 21 So it'd be Number 21, proudly brought to you by Garlo's Pies, Isaac Thompson! (laughs) We'll we'll clip that up for him while he's in rehab with his hammy. Yes, yes. Let's hope he stays away from his sponsor's product. Very true.
1: Number three,
0: Shannon. Uh,
2: Well, another guy, it wasn't quite his debut, but uh, the round 22 game versus Eels. Uh, young Dean Hawkins well, what a game he had he's you know he's a great kid he's everything you want in a club and he's selfless um, very humble like Isaac and just did a fantastic job had a had a blinder I thought um, and and the great thing about that game we were very clinical in that game too you know the eels we seem to have the wood over but to keep them to nil 26 nil was a really really good effort and Dean did a great job in getting us around the park that night he took the line on a few times, so really happy for Dean. That was a highlight for me seeing Dean get his chance and seeing Shine because what it means is we know he can do the job for us. And next man up mentality um, has lots of clubs speak about. So
0: Lo's done the job, extended him for another year. Uh, well yeah, very astute from, from Lo. Well, well done,
1: dean He wants to be. That's a great part. Absolutely
0: of him, fantastic,
2: and a great player, and we'll always. He would have been, been
0: pumped us. about the Matraville Tigers winning the juniors comp yes. as well. Certainly was. would have been very excited. He's a Mato boy, is he? Yeah. He is. Oh, Poor excellent.
1: old uh, Southeastern. Yeah. Undefeated. Last minute of the game, was something.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They they were in the A reserves and the A grade, and they got rolled in both, unfortunately. Yeah. But a big shout-out to my mate Moondog, uh, former South Sydney junior rep player as well. He's the trainer there. He did a fantastic job, uh, Glenn Munright, Moondog, in getting um, both sides to the grand final. Great effort by Southeastern.
0: Yeah, a couple yeah. of current Rabbitos in that Matraville team too. Nick Moody is playing for yes, for yes. Matraville and Dre Mercy, yes um, yeah. Latrell's brother-in-law, um, playing in that team as well. And and Blake Judd, a former Rabbito, in the team. I remember Blake Judd? Yeah. yeah, I think he was yeah. a former mascot Jet. Hello, how would you he, let him escape?
1: He certainly was, Jess. Uh He was a former mascot Jet. I don't know what happened there. You don't speak you have to, to, to ask him anymore.
2: Him. He, doesn't <laughs> he doesn't speak to Ella. <laughs> it's a, it's a, no.
1: It's a funny thing I, I ran into Blake um up at Byron. Uh it might have been uh, might Christmas time or something like that. I can't remember what time of the year. I'm not really there six or seven times a year, if I can. <laughs> yeah. But uh no he was having um he was having breakfast with his uh, his partner or his with wife. now, not, yeah, wife. yeah, yeah. So uh no good fella and, and a very good football Blake Joe, Very good football. Just
0: had a few problems with injuries and that. Yep. But um and mates. When, Used to hang around Peetzy too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no we he, love Peetzy. He was,
1: he was probably a better player than we ever saw. Yeah. He was just one of those backyard footballers who turn up and do his job every week and loved the club. Yep. And um, I play with his old man at Seahawks too. Did you? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, Shares yeah. a birthday with Sam Burgess.
1: Is that right? Yeah. There you go.
0: Cheers. Is trivia?
2: Yeah. yeah, I I actually found out the other day that I share a birthday with Les Davidson. Yeah, so third um, okay. of April. So,
0: do you share the birthday cake? Well, no, no, I don't
2: share the <laughs> I don't share the birthday cake with anyone. But I was doing a function the other day with Les, and I said, you know, um, you know, one of the hardest men to ever played for South was born on third of April, and the other one he's Les Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> Les didn't find it that funny. No, I <laughs> I, I'd qualify that one of the hardest
1: to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I've
2: still got one more, you know. One more. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So um, we don't yeah. want all this work to go <laughs> no, That's right. Jesus Christ, God! It's so all no- it's so nicely typed. Uh.
2: <laughs> we spoke about Lockie Ellis in round 18, and then we spoke about Isaac in round 21, and then Dean Hawkins in round 22. But I want to speak about Latrell. You can't. Not mention Latrell. He's just, you know, uh, that game against the Panthers was him and Cody. You know, the 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 combinations they've got was just amazing. And and I, th- th- one of the key points for Latrell in that game, we were four minutes before halftime. We're down twelve four, and Latrell goes to the line. He he dummies, draws in defender, and gave around the back pass and and put Cody through. And uh, just. Latrell, since he's came back, has just been fantastic. But I think in that Panthers game, his combination with Cody uh, kept us in the game and probably should have won us the game. We sort of blew it ourselves. I don't think the Panthers beat us. I think we beat ourselves. But we we were all on top, and, and a large part of that was because of mm. Luttrell's performance all around on the day. And... Um, and Luttrell and Cody, they're going to be such a big part of our our finals charge yeah. and our finals campaign.
0: He scored an amazing try against the Bulldogs as well. I think his handprint's still on Josh Adokar's chest. Yes. With the fend that he put on him, and he stepped out of three or four tackles on his way to the line. he yeah. has uh, been in great form.
2: Adokar landed in the Novotel, didn't he? He, <laughs> he <laughs> palmed did. him off that so far. He did. He did. <laughs> At Darling Harbour. He did.
1: <laughs> he knew cause he was in the buffet there.
2: <laughs>
0: Fancy <laughs> meeting you here Foxy. <laughs> Foxy landed in his suit <laughs> uh, Over to you, Ella.
1: Yeah, Jess I, um, I've looked at the topic here And I, I just wanted to change it up a little bit For me It was The four And there may be even five Of the players That have changed our season around With, mm. with their form Yep um, And I've got to preface that with, we haven't a lot of these players playing together during the season. Mm. So the effort to get as far as we did before they came back and start to find some form has been been a tribute to the to Jason Demetriou and and the players as mm. well. When well, we played that Newcastle game. We had forty eight percent of our salary cap play. Yeah. Right. And Latrell was part of that. Yeah. And he's a massive part of our salary cap. Yeah. So uh, that night uh, was was magnificent. For where we are as a club at that mm. stage, um, but getting forward to this time, there's been the the player that in this period of time has shone for me has been Junior Totola. Yeah, his form has just been outstanding. Mm. Um, it's it's as if he just realised that he's now a leader in this team, and he he's had to had to get out there and roll his sleeves up. Not that he hasn't always rolled his sleeves up, but he's hit that stage of his career where he realised that. He's he's the top dog in the pack, yeah. and and everyone knows the fire. some of his footwork, some of his passes, his scoring tries, his defence, yep, um, and just he's been inspiring to his teammates. Absolutely, and that's he's been he's been outstanding in in that area. Um, another one while we're there, Cam Murray's form mm. during this period has just come back to his best. That day against the Warriors, yes, he basically destroyed them on his own. Mm. With he's just got that little bit of a body shimmy that he can get through a gap. He did it, you know, he's done it uh, throughout his career. Looks like he's going to pass, shows and goes, but he sort of changes his body position so they can't tackle him. Mm. I don't know how he does it, mm. I don't, but I know why he does it, and we don't know, don't need to know how he does it. He, as long as he keeps doing it, yeah, you know, that that's the thing. And he's a lead, He's just with his actions out there. You know, he's um, and also his defense. You know, his defense is just magnificent, and he plays. He can play through pain. He plays big minutes for us, and hates to come off. But sometimes just that five ten minute rest is just all we need to get him back on the mm. field. So, Junior Cam Murray. And then the special K, mm. Keon, my yeah. God. You mentioned him in that, you know, running that pop line off Lockie Elias. Yes. But he has become more aggressive. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's running hard with the ball. He's bashing people in defence. Uh, you know, He stopped
0: he, the tap dancing to the line. Yeah, he stopped yeah, it. yeah. He's yeah. just said, I think I've finally realised I'm 108 kilos yeah. and 6 foot 4 and can run over people. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and,
1: and, and don't forget with all that we're talking about, that little tip on. Oh, and the, yeah. you know, the, what like, about, and the offload. And the offload and the yeah. tip on under pressure. Yeah. I mean, th- this is high quality skill from, from again, a local junior came through with Cam Murray And that's what we're creating here. That's what we want to keep doing. But he has really helped lift our team as the other two. Mm. Okay. And then um, Cody. Mm. Cody has come back into form as well. He has. All right. He's he's, – the pressure has been taken off him a little bit. And not pressure of the people say about – uh, you know, change in the halves combination. Mm. That's never been the pressure for me for Cody. No. The pressure has been us not performing as well as well as he'd like to. And, you know, when when Cody's going well, all right, everyone else around him is playing well as a result of that. But what was happening earlier in the season, like game one we lose our fullback, uh, Blake Taff in captain's run, so we have to change our spine again. Mm. And our spines played together. Five times this year mm. yep all right and that's been a big thing you know three of them have been lately you know in the last yeah. in the, in this period we're talking about today yeah. so that's a big help for us as well, okay and of course yeah the the big ones Luttrell, obviously yeah. we all know that you don't have to be a a rocket scientist to work that out, but you know against canterbury that that night. He that score that try he scored right up the middle of the field like you you just don't see that
2: no it was amazing you amazing. don't
1: see that like to just skip there I think it was Junior passed in the ball was it no it was it was Nickarima Cody Nickarima yeah Arima that's threw. right he came out he from threw he threw out it, it back inside yeah. yeah but the pace he hit the ball with and the strength that he pushed at car. yep well, that was just they're things that people can't do yeah but he can yep okay and then you know, that game, we, we, we were in trouble. We we're in trouble late in that game because they'd just started playing their new fancy football because they'd changed their coach mm. and ad football and they weren't they were good, you know? And he came back and he helped in that game and he's just he's just followed through. The boys love having me out on the field, mm, obviously. Yep. Um, and while he's there, we remain a massive chance in yeah. this competition. Okay.
0: Well, you mentioned there about the spine playing together. Let's hope we can get that four weeks in a row over the finals yeah. because yeah. we could be close to unstoppable if they're, if they're all on song. Yeah, I'm looking
1: forward to it, Jez. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely. Good suggestions there, Relo. Most of mine are being pinched. I had, uh, <laughs> yeah, Junior's form. He's
1: So, hang on, Shannon, you're not going to have a go at Jez? No, no. they're not doing enough well, research
0: because <laughs> we've, we've pinched his normally
1: <laughs> – when I go last you say I just follow what <laughs> you guys well, do. Well
2: it was interesting to note. I wasn't gonna bring it up, but you've you've said it now, Ello. The the theme was four four top four moments, you've you spoke about top four or five players. I clearly didn't get the brief, clearly <laughs> didn't do your homework again. Over, well, over to you, Jess. Yeah, I also I, well, do well do the reason I change, I'll
1: just go the reason we changed, Last last time we did the top four moments. From the the previous round, I just I just change it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, not bad. Don't mind That's all. Yeah. That, no. Exactly, I like it.
0: exactly. I like it. If you read the brief, I like it as much to. as the pocket square,
2: Ella. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. That's a, that is a very schmick today. It's a very nice jacket. Do they make him in men's? Ella. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's in his deal making <laughs> gear, Shannon. Look at the flowery yeah. uh, handkerchief, uh,
0: He's uh, in his deal making gear. That makes me excited. Yeah, Junior's form. We all talked about. Lachlan Ilias' form, as you say, he's really come of age over those past couple of months. Um, I mentioned holding the eels to nil. That That's the performance of the year so far for me. That, that defensive performance was outstanding. And something that no one's mentioned yet, Alex Johnston, 12 tries in those seven games. Yeah. Man. That is a phenomenal try scoring rate. He's now equal sixth on the all-time try scorers list with Terry Lamb. Yeah. Now, when I was growing up, Terry Lamb would score tries for fun. Yeah. And to think that AJ is just up there with him is amazing. He needs one more to go equal fifth with Andrew Eddinghausen. Yeah. One of the great try scorers yeah. in the game's history. So yeah. um, he's right up there. AJ doing some great things. So <coughs> good bunch of good team we've got here, Ella. Who yeah. put that together? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's having, a, having a great year, AJ. And I think he's. How, how do you spell his nickname, Ella? <laughs> <laughs> L.A. still doesn't know he can't answer <laughs> I was going to say You'd have to ring Gab <laughs> uh, Very good Righto. Good first segment We'll be back with our second topic In just a moment Now, our next topic is the top four crowd atmospheres that you've been involved with. Now, that's playing or watching. And I thought of this because we're going to the Sydney Football Stadium this Friday night. It's a new stadium. There's going to be 10,000 Roosters fans there and 32,500 Rabbitohs fans. (laughs) Um, The interesting story, actually, my... um, partner works for Allianz. Well, you tell
2: us a
1: story.
0: We'll tell you if it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, <laughs> that is fair enough. So my partner works for Allianz. I t- take
1: a bit of heat off me there, Jess.
0: <laughs> she works for Allianz, and they sent around like a promotional video about the stadium and how wonderful it is for their brand and all that sort of stuff. Okay, that's before. enough. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> I'm watching this video, and they're talking about – the Indigenous design on the seats and the story behind it. And it's fantastic what's happened there. It's a great story, the land and the sea and the the coming of the battling of two different cultures and all that story that they have with it. And I said to my partner, I said, you know the problem with that, though? And she goes, what? I said, well, the aim should be never to see those seats. The aim should be to have a bum in every one of those seats. <laughs> but unfortunately, they know with the Roosters as an anchor tenant, you're going to see th- at least 30,000 of those seats every week. <laughs> Sydney FC's not much better, and the Waratahs yeah, can't sell out right. Leichhardt Oval. Yes. To, <laughs> let alone the Sydney Football Stadium. <laughs> so, going to have easy days. So when the Rabbitohs come to town on Friday night, you're not going to see yeah. any of those seats. But... <laughs> but round one next year when the Roosters are hosting the West Tigers, you're probably going to see about 30,000 of them. So the well, design will be really good then. Jez,
1: as the Roosters supporters are leaving the ground this Friday night, they'll <laughs> well, think they've been into the Coliseum, yeah. not the new stadium.
0: <laughs> Speaking of the new stadium, though, it's fantastic that Ron Coote has been recognised um, in their ring of honour there, an absolute legend to this club and still very closely tied to us. We see a lot of him at training and, and at the old boys' functions and, and stuff like that. And, of course, this weekend we play for the Ron Coot Cup and great recognition for a man that has won six premierships in his, in, in his time in first grade and four of those were with South Sydney twice as many as when he was with Eastern Suburbs. So it's fantastic to be able to recognise Ron, both at the stadium, they've done a great job in... Selecting him as one of the people recognised, but also with the Ron Cup,
1: possibly one of the greatest ambassadors in the history oh, of rugby Absolutely, league. yeah, great guy, absolutely, absolutely. fantastic. Yeah, you know, you know, he, He'd get my vote for sure.
2: Yeah. He, him and Rob and his wife are lovely. Yeah. They're just lovely people. Um, and Ron's been, as you said, a great ambassador for the game for, for many, many years. Yeah. And it's fitting that he gets a grandstand name after him. Um, Jared Johnson's out there at the Roosters, so my good mate JJ. Are they
1: naming it Ronnie Coot or just Ron? <laughs> <laughs> just,
2: just Ron. I don't know. You talk about stadiums, they've actually built a new one in the... On the moon, you, the, the, you, everyone's talking about the opening of this one. The new one on the moon—they've built. I reckon they've got fantastic facilities, but um, just no atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. You were mentioning JJ. <laughs> oh, the JJ, the great man. Yeah, it's probably
1: great. Oh, that sorry. The, that's how you. That's AJ's nickname. That's. Yeah. <laughs> how you,
2: <laughs> I don't know how to spell Jared Johnson. <laughs> no, I don't think JJ scoring 164 tries. No, nah, he's a good guy though, JJ for a Rooster. anyway. No, he's but, not. But
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is he a Rooster?
2: Yeah. He well, is. he used to be a knight and and a shark so, and a shark. Was he? Yeah. Was um, oh, he the
1: ground yeah. announcer guy?
2: Yeah. No, no, no. He's yeah. Shannon. has at the Roosters. He's been pimped out all over the NRL. He's though, the
0: one he? that owns a sombrero. Yes. Yeah.
2: Great guy, JJ. He's a good guy for a rooster. He's his
0: equivalent of the roosters, rooster. <laughs> they must need a big chair. What's
1: I going to say?
2: He's carrying a bit of weight, JJ. I'm going to say. So Luckily, like, those green those won't be full. They need enough space to, to fit him in. He was telling me, JJ, he's carrying a bit of weight. He said, oh, I, I knew I had to do so. I had to drop a bit of weight. I said, when did you know? He said, when I, when I started putting my belt on with a boomerang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said, uh, you know,
2: my wife, she, you know, she said, uh, you know, you've got to go do something about your weight, you know, she said, you know, last night, JJ, we were being intimate and after we finished being intimate, I was on top and I rolled over twice and I was still on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, dear. I better not go too far. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> but JJ interesting oh, fact no, he, he was just te- he was telling me a story the other day he went in for a checkup you know because of his weight and stuff like that and um, the doctor asked him he said carried a bit of weight down but what's what's the lightest you been he said 9 pounds 8 ounces <laughs> 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 he goes in for a weekly prostate check actually you know with the finger and all that kind of stuff he was telling me the last time JJ went in just for a prostate I'm gonna check I'm going to start fighting him down <laughs> <laughs> Uh, JJ's a great guy. He went in for a prostate check and uh you know, he's a bit nervous, he carry a bit of weight and worry about his health problems and the guy comes in and puts the glove on and does what he needs to do with the finger check and all that and JJ said he's left and he's taking a bit of time and he was getting a bit nervous and worrying about, you know, what it might be and the nurse came in and she said, She said that thing I never want to hear and I said, What'd she say to you, JJ? She said, Who was that bloke? <laughs>
0: Oh, right, we better dear. move on we Let's get on. back on to the topic Let's get back on the topic I'm going to go first If that's alright Yeah that'd be great yes. So my first one I think Is probably on everyone's list Is the 2014 Grand Final Out at ANZ Stadium Over 83,000 people there And it was probably 60% Rabbitohs fans And the stadium was split Red and green at one end And blue and white at the other For the Bulldogs fans And such passionate support bases From, from both clubs And it was just a, a Brilliant atmosphere And and the dogs have had a bit of a reputation with their crowds over the years, but you could just uh, you could feel that night that there wasn't a nasty intention that night. It was just passion behind your team and wanting to try and help your team get over the line. And it yep. was so close for so long, and both supporter bases were yep. were at full tilt and getting behind their teams. And it wasn't until we started to to run away with it that the Rabbitohs fans just came over the top. And the thing that blew me away the most was um, in terms of that atmosphere was after the grand final you you see the fans hang around for the guard of honour and I used to go to the grand final all the time and I'd seen um, the Roosters win a couple and I'd seen the Storm win some and the Broncos win some and there might be 5,000 people left in the stadium cheering them on but when the Rabbitohs were doing the lap of honour there were 60,000 people there yep still there and they were all wearing red and green and it was just phenomenal the ringing of the bell by Bobby McCarthy just started it all and it was just a phenomenal day and never forget that that atmosphere and I tell you every time I walk into to a core stadium now I think about that day because it was just Phenomenal! Just well, it was a great what day, we've achieved yeah. there. Right. forty three years
2: in the making that that day. Like you know, a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. happened in those forty three years between nineteen seventy one, and we'd been expelled from the competition. Yep, we fought our way back, but we still had to claw our way up to becoming you know the team that we were on That's that final night. It was a. Uh, it was an amazing night. It was forty-three yeah. years of uh, frustration, tears, and yeah. all, all coming to to a joyous crescendo. Yeah,
0: yeah, amazing.
2: Joyous crescendo. There you go. That's very good. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Nice, some nice Italian there yeah. from me. <laughs> it makes me feel like gelato. Actually, <laughs> you don't look
2: like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Uh, G- hello, because he's warm blooded.
0: My second one, 2012 at the SFS, we played the Roosters, take me now, I have seen it all. Now, that game probably didn't rise to any great heights until the last three minutes of the game, and the atmosphere at that ground, I encourage everyone to jump onto YouTube and find that try scored by Adam Reynolds against the Roosters in in 2012 at the SFS, because... You watch the try and you see Dave Taylor go the blind side and Chris McQueen back him up and all the players just backing up, backing up, backing up and, and getting to the, uh, to the try line to, to snatch the game. But then watch it again and watch the crowd. So when Dave Taylor catches the ball, it's all pretty subdued down in that uh, it would be the northeast corner of the ground. And then as the Rabbitohs make their way upfield, the crowd start to get to their feet until Isaac Luke's got that ball about 15 metres out from the line and the crowd is in an absolute frenzy. And after they've scored that try, I've never seen an atmosphere like it over in that, it would be the south-east corner. Yep. When all the boys ran over and started just high fiving people, and Greg Inglis was so fired up, he's gone over there and he was just swinging at people like it was. <laughs> he was lucky he didn't <laughs> knock someone out. He was just throwing high fives and everything. Was, it was just haymakers. It was just amazing, and it was only for like a five-minute period, but I, it comes close to not being beaten. That that was phenomenal, and yep. just topped off by Warren Smith's. Commentary. Oh, what a what a great just,
1: a great comment.
0: Yeah, it was just yeah. Take me now. I've seen it, was, it all. I've yeah. seen everything, and that's what it was. And after, because the Roosters had done the same thing to no, us what? at home earlier in the that's year, right, the first yeah. game of the year, and just phenomenal what the rugby league gods <laughs> dished <Yeah>. out. In. <laughs> it's like karma, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, you did that to them, but you need to pay for some sins. <laughs> yes. So we're gonna get, <laughs> so we're gonna get them to give it back to you. The so. old saying, "He who laughs last, laughs, <laughs> laughs, <laughs> <hardest."> last." That's <laughs> it. Now, one that um, you and I experienced, Dillo, 2015 at Langtree yeah, Park in that's, St. Helens.
1: That's, uh, I think I was sitting next to you, Jazz, yeah. with, with the songs and that. Yeah. Movie. That's one of mine too, so yeah. I, that, that's <laughs> truly it, is. it. It was amazing. How's it one
2: of yours? You've got nothing written down. You've got a blank piece of paper. How I have
1: you? it in my head because these moments, Shannon, are memorable and they are indelibly etched in my <laughs> mind. I don't think you were even there, were you, mate? <laughs> so why don't you listen and learn something? Oh, geezer, come, come on, on Jess, bro. where are you going? And,
0: and the night before as well, talking yes. about atmosphere. Talk a little bit about that. That That's was a it. great atmosphere. So, Elo and I it was the night before and we had a bit of time to spare and um, went out to look for some dinner and we found this tiny little pub on the corner of this street. Looking <laughs> for more yeah. than dinner, Jess, don't <laughs> worry about it. <that. laughs> and Elo said, come on, let's go in for a beer. And I'm a non-drinker, but I thought, how can I knock back Mark Ellison on on this trip, you know, like yep. so, we went in. and I had one beer with Elo, and we were just sitting in the corner of this little pub. There was music playing. There were all the English people were jammed in there, and we were right near a window. It was like a corner window, and it was the oddest shape. It was
1: bar I've ever met. Well, it was only a bar really, because it was the smallest thing. It would if it was if it was more than six meters wide. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll give it up, and yeah. it probably. 20 metres in length yeah. but it was just a, it was such tiny a,
2: yeah it's, it's funny you know I, I spoke to the barman from the bar he said the same thing about hello he said <laughs> <laughs> it's the oddest shaped thing I've ever seen it was about six foot wide it was about
1: oh, anyway go on
0: <laughs> yeah, we went in there and we had a and he we, said you know
1: if they, thank god Shannon didn't come he wouldn't fit in <laughs> <laughs> my house
0: was so small as a kid I had to go outside to change my mind yeah <laughs> And we went in there and we just sat there and had some quiet moments and a chat and it was just good because it had been such a, a hectic, time over in the UK there was stuff going on everywhere and it was like grand final week again the amount of promotions yeah. you had to do and the amount of media you were doing and we went to Wigan to train and Madge was like a god when we've turned up at Wigan yeah. Wigan training like their training venues nothing like we've got at Redfern Oval and I'm, I said to Madge where's the statue Madge look at the way these people <laughs> treat you <laughs> like it's amazing and it was just such a busy week and it was just so good to have that little time and then we went to the game the next night and The boys had warmed up and they were inside and it was freezing cold. It was absolutely freezing. and I remember just standing in the tunnel and the singing started amongst the crowd and they were singing these songs and they were all in unison and it was just the sort of stuff you've seen on TV at English Premier League games. To be there and experience it was amazing. And I thought to myself, I wonder how our boys are going to respond to this because the borough do a great job of getting the atmosphere going and the songs going but it's nothing like what this was. It was amazing the same. I thought, I wonder how they're going to react. And the boys came out and within 12 minutes we were up 18-0 and you could have heard a pin drop. Yep. It just shut them up. Yep. And we went on to win 39-0. It's still a world record score for the, the World Club Challenge and we just we just nailed them. We just absolutely And that's what them. you have
2: to do when they are big vocal crowds like that. Yeah. Take the crowd out of the game. So yeah, they're getting the, crowd, the yeah. points, you know. Yeah. So hopefully we can do that on Friday against the Roosters.
0: Yeah, my next one is another Roosters game. It was round twenty six in twenty thirteen at an ANZ Stadium. We were playing for the minor premiership, the two of us. Um, There were fifty nine thousand seven hundred and eight people there, and I was the lucky bloke with the microphone in my hand, standing in the middle of that field, getting those South fans on their feet as that team come came out. And it was just like I get a buzz every week when we do it. but we're generally doing it in front of 15, 20, maybe 25,000 people. Yep. But there were nearly 60,000 people there yeah. that night just seeing them all rise to their feet and bring yep. the boys on. it yep. still – I'm getting goosebumps now. It still gives me chills. Yeah, it it's just, amazing. Oh, that's a big crowd, 60,000 people. There'd be, it would is. You know, like the Rolling Stones are playing in cool. front of those sorts of yep. crowds. U2, Robbie Williams, all the yep. massive acts, you know yep. – Taylor Swift's there, yeah. they're playing in front of 60,000 people. Yeah, For a home I and away like, fixture, was an amazing. amazing crowd. Amazing, yeah. amazing. And I had an extra one, but it's cricket, not rugby league, I remember it. Back in 1994, it was a one-day international between Australia and South Africa at the SCG. I was only a young bloke, I was only 16 at the time, and I remember Manan used to take me out to the games, and she didn't drive, so we'd get the, the train in from the Sutherland Shire, and then we'd get a bus over to the SCG, and... Mark War scored a ton that day. I remember that that clearly. And I looked up the result, and Warney took three wickets that day. And the one one thing I remember was we were sitting um, almost next to the sight screen where the old hill used to be. Um, the hill had gone by then, but it was near where the old hill was. And obviously all the, the riffraff like to sit in that area that are probably there, not for the cricket. You know? <laughs> They're there for the beer snakes. But... Uh, I remember being a young bloke and everyone was doing the, hey, whoever, give us a wave and chanting for Merv and all this sort of stuff. And I remember I just took it upon myself as a young bloke. I yelled out the warning. I said, hey, Warney, well, give us a wave. And he's turned around and given a wave, and the whole place has gone up. <laughs> and I thought, <was laughs> like, how good's
1: that? <laughs> That's so good.
0: I so said, <laughs> look, Jez is waving the <laughs> warning. <laughs> <laughs> I think Warnie yeah, was more excited than you were, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> who knew, knew Warnie knew Billy Bloggs? I, remember. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I think I was at that game too, Jess. Yeah. I think that Cullen used to play for South Africa. Cullinan. The, Cullinan. The, Cull, yeah, he was his bunny. bunny. He'd walk in and... You'd sue the mate He'd be, he was, he'd he'd be shaking, sweating and shaking. shaking get he should truly. He should have just saved himself a walk. He, <laughs> he should have <laughs> just said, "Look, I'm not batting today. It's yeah, a waste of
2: time." It. Uh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, he'd be walking. He's sweating. Knee uh, shaking He's like, "Hello, at a Weight Watchers convention." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, uh. Right, uh, they're my ones. Who
2: wants to go next? I will, because hello's done no. <laughs> <laughs> You've already got more Jess <laughs> <yet. laughs> uh, yes, there it is. Uh, my, my first one is at the SFS as well, keeping in the theme, um, against the Roosters. Uh, in 2018, finals week three, the grand final qualifier, that atmosphere was the last ever game at the old Sydney Football Stadium and um, I just remember there was, Ed the Borough was singing, they were in full voice and chanting, it was a full house and it was just a amazing atmosphere for, and it was a fitting send off for the Sydney Football Stadium Um Unfortunately, we didn't get the win, but I just remember the atmosphere. And it was such a close and tight game, a dour game. So that's um, that's one. And another one, of course, the 2014 Grand Final, Jez. As you said, it was, I think, anyone who's a rabbit that will be in their memory. Um, and remembered fondly for a very long time. Um, the other one? It round one, two thousand and two. Again at the at the football stadium against the the Roosters. Our first game back after after the fight back. Um, you know we we didn't win that game either. But I think just the fact that we were back, we'd been on life support for a while, and the fact that we got back in that game, and we lost that game as well. But we actually won the next two um, mm-hmm. after that. And I just think that was a very very special moment for any Rabbitoh because if I'm perfectly honest. I don't know whether I thought we could survive and during that fight back. I, there was just so much against us—the weight of News Corp, the weight of the NRL, just media campaigns against us—and here was our club. But I, I, I honestly <coughs> doubted whether we'd ever get back. And mm. for that, that first game back was quite emotional for so many people. And, and again, that's at the at, at the football stadium. And I'm hoping we make our own history there um, on Friday night um, with the first game back at the new stadium. Mm. We played. Uh, a great game in the last game at the old stadium and hopefully we can play a great game in the in the new stadium as the first game. And just another one it's not it's a non rabidoz one but it's a, a personal one to me was in the 2000 the year of the olympics. They started the season earlier because they needed to finish in time for the olympics and and it was Round one I played at the Olympic Stadium, it was February 5th, round one, it was stinking hot, it was 38 degrees, but there was a massive crowd, there was like 65,000 or something there, 70,000, it was a double header. I was playing for the Sharks at the time versus Dragons, and the Roosters were playing against the Eels, and it was just a massive, and everyone was excited to be in the Olympic Stadium, and as I said, 65 70,000 people just chanting, and to ro- to be running out in front of that was something I remember fondly for a very long
0: time. Yeah, very good. Excellent memories Yes
1: Yeah I, I've Obviously those ones Are in my mind as well But um,
2: <laughs> Turn it up Turn it up uh, t- Just one day Do I'm one surprised. piece of homework <laughs> like,
1: One I'm Why, surprised. I'm surprised We didn't bring up the march yeah, And the town hall oh, yes. I must say um, yeah, That was know. a good match day Very good yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah That was a good match day uh, uh, for, yeah. Well <laughs> Top that four say that. top four crowd, crowd atmospheres. atmospheres you've been involved with oh, with playing or watching. Fair enough. Yeah. Um <laughs> can we get Gabby to read it a bit slower <laughs> to him, name when he does a, <laughs> yeah, pour in the poor inside. I'm telling you. I, some, you I, the, I sometimes feel sorry for you. I'll never say it on here, but I, today I do. Okay? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. With the
2: bumblebees, tell us about the Bumblebees, how they the new knees, how would they have gone in the march, hello?
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's it's not the greatest atmosphere I've been involved in, I can assure you of that. Right? The bumblebees are going very well. Excellent. Okay. Thank. And thanks I haven't for, forgotten thanks you'd for have asking. them done. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: He's rubbing them like, I
1: tell you what, like they're I've got to get the... I'm like not going to go there. <laughs> no, that, that, the, obviously they're that crowd not getting that, bigger as you rub them, that, so that's that, a good that, sign. That, um, <laughs> that, um, that crowd you know, obviously and and the sense of why everyone was there and, you know, just the emotion and everything that, like, at the time was just hopeful. Mm. It was just hope. But it became reality and that was the greatest part mm. of it, you know. So thanks to, obviously, George and the crew for getting that all together and all the all yep. the people that helped mm. out at the time. The Nick Pappases mm. of this world and, you know, there are a lot of people mm. and, you know, they're, they're the – Probably the two at the, at the top of the list for getting no, it. There was a so great
0: photo in the paper on the weekend of Anthony Albanese being part of all that yeah. as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's amazing. Right. That's right. So that that's one. Um, there's another
1: one uh, in 1989, just a personal one, played in the major semi final at the SFS. Yes. In, that was the biggest crowd I ever played in front of. It was about foot 40, 40, just over 40,000, I think. And that was truly just an amazing atmosphere. The first time you get on the first time I ever got on the field and you couldn't hear what the players around you were saying and mm. you know what I mean. It, yep. Redfin Redfern was always loud when it was full, but there was double the double the the noise there. Mm. You know, so, but um, that was a great thing. The another one I was lucky enough at the end of that year, um, I was in a kicking contest uh, with all the players and you get points etc. And to win, you went down and kicked off. Against all the other codes at the MCG before the grand fi- before their grand final, it was on in 89, and uh, uh, Hawthorne played Geelong, so there was Brereton, Dipper, Domenico. Yeah, that's easy for you to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had it'd been a it'd been a great week in the lead up too. I went, we went down for the whole week, all the all the people involved in it, and I went to the Brownlow medal. Early in the week, and that Paul Couch from Geelong won it. So he was playing in the grand final, and they had that the great Gary Ablett Senior playing yeah. it. in in that um, in that game. He kicked six goals in the last quarter, and they lost. Yeah. They lost by a goal. It, was, it goes down as one of the greatest grand finals of all time. Now there's a hundred and two thousand people there. Wow! And I got the chance to. To kick in front of, I end up running third in the whole competition. But they had a, a Gaelic football player. They had that uh, Darren Bennett that oh, yeah. went, went from to the, the NFL, NFL over the NFL. Yep. Who's one of the first players to do that? Uh, there was a another bloke from the NFL had come over here. A uh, bloke from West Ham, uh, Ray Stewart, in the, from soccer, obviously. And yeah, it was a, just a great thing to get down there and. Um, you be in front of that crowd. It was, was our little thing. We had four kicks each, you mm. know, but just to feel what it was like in front of that crowd, yeah. and yeah. particularly when the game was on. But even before the game, we went to the grand final breakfast, right? So that was great. Bob Hawke was there and things like that. That was a great atmosphere. But on the way there, we drove past the, the MCG. Yeah, you know, people sleep overnight to yeah. line up. Yeah, that shows season. you how, how, you know, how big mm. a thing. It, the last time I'd seen that, was Shannon outside a smorgasbord? <laughs> <You're not. laughs> you got to get in
2: early for the <laughs> for the best cuts, hello. What about hello? He's talking about the AFL grand final, one hundred one thousand people, and the main memory rings up is the grand final breakfast.
1: <laughs> That's no, that, unbelievable. That was how I had to tie it oh, into yeah. the smorgasbord. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby, please help him. <laughs> no, but it was it was great, and and that that ground down there, like. What, one thing I do want to go to, I do want to go to a Boxing Day test, which I haven't done, you know, particularly, would particularly playing England yeah, down there with yeah. 80,000 or something. Yeah. It's a magnificent stadium. Yeah, um, yeah. so they're the, they're the ones. The, the one in England, the World Cup Challenge, yeah. resonated with me, just because I'd played in England earlier, and when you play for a team and even if you play away, you've got some of your supporters go. Yeah. Right? Um, and when you play at home, obviously you've got the crowd behind you When we went over there, like there, was, <laughs> there weren't many South supporters nah. only people that come over So it was a really um daunting experience mm. But the thing I loved about it I remember, I think I was standing next to you When they were doing the singing before the game yeah. right, Just after the warm-up Yeah, And it was just unbelievable it, and was. It, it just reminded me as a kid I used to get up and watch the FA Cup Finals and the the test matches between Australia and England and mm. etc. and yeah you, know, you wake up at two in the morning you, you know you, I'd get up with with mum and dad and my brother we'd all get up and watch mm. it yep. and you'd be half asleep and, but you'd hear them singing and the the flags going in the in, at Wembley and that mm. it would just it just gave on a small note just gave brought back memories of that yeah
0: ah oh, very good very good well some great memories there and I look forward to thirty thousand rabbitoes drowning out. <laughs> The other mob <laughs> this Friday night, indeed. <laughs> at the US. thirty thousand baying for blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, I'm getting nervous. We'll be back after this this break. <laughs> All right, it's time for the jokes from these two gentlemen. Hello. Okay. You're up first,
1: we're just talking about elbow, You know. Um, coming in as the new Prime Minister and, yeah, you know, there's been a history, you know, of, of change in leadership, you know, in, in that party recently and you know, it's, it probably all started with Bob Hawke and Paul Keating back in the day, you know. Like two of
0: your idols. Yeah. Yes. And they are. They are. Proudly yeah. so. And, and
1: I would say in my lifetime, two of the best Prime Ministers we've had, mm. no doubt. No matter if you, you vote Labor or Liberal, some of the things that they, they did were, were fantastic, mm. you know. Um but what happened, I'm led to believe, and this, I think it's a true story. Mm. Uh,
0: <laughs> as they all are. <laughs> no, as no, no. No, that's, no. <laughs> legit. I say this, this yeah. I, say, I think it is legit. Right. I, it
1: comes from a, a pretty good source. Right. I've got a friend that lives down down in the capital. Um, but, you know, you know, when Keating was on the rise um, as the treasurer, Bob was feeling a bit of the pressure he coming because he knew he... Yeah, he wanted him to be there, but I think he wanted to outlast his term and then couldn't take over. Anyway, so what happened, there was a lot of angst between the two of them. And anyway, it was the middle of winter and Bob woke up one morning and it had been snowed all overnight, blah, blah, blah. He's looked out the window and in the snow, in Urine, was get stuff, Bob. And he's gone, that's disgusting.
0: That is disgusting. That's disgusting. I'm
1: the, <laughs> I'm the Prime Minister of Australia. Someone yep. has come here and left. They could have painted something on the wall, but they've urinated a, a sign in the snow overnight. Yep. He said, I bet you that's that Keating. <laughs> he's screaming. He's gone. So he calls ASIO in. This is what I'm told. <laughs> he gets ASIO He says, listen, you've got to find out straight away. I think I know it's Keating, but I need you to take the samples and clarify it. He said, and I need it done within three hours. Oh, I'm not sure we can do it that quick, monsieur. He said, oh, I don't care. Get it done. <laughs> so anyway, three <laughs> hours. Fired up. Three <laughs> hours. No, this is what this is how the bike conveys yeah. it to me. So three hours go by, and the phone rings. And Bob answers the phone. He says, hello. He said, yeah, it's azio here, he said. He so said, I've got some good news and some bad news for you, Bob. He said, All right. Give me the good news first. He said, We've matched the urine samples, the DNA to Paul Keating. He said, I knew it was him. <laughs> I knew it was him. Thank you. <laughs> I knew it was him. <laughs> that
2: was a good impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> All you need to do is a beard. And then know. he said,
1: oh, I could do that. Oh, I'm sure you could. <laughs> And then he said, oh, I knew it was him. So all right. He said, And what's the bad news? He said, Oh, it's in Hazel's handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: Oh, how does he get away with that, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You've oh, dubbed yeah. out some of my jokes. You've vetoed my jokes. How does that get away? Look, Stay we know doing. you're offended at anyone that takes a pot shot at Paul on or Bob Hawke. Oh, uh, yeah, wives, I tell you. That reminds me, you're just talking about Hazel Hawke and wives and something. You know, shit the other day, and she said, you know, and you probably haven't even heard a word I've been saying. And I just thought to myself, Gab, that's a really strange way to start a sentence. <laughs> Well, leave it there. (laughs) There's your joke of the week. No, 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 no. I've got one, I've got one. (laughs) I've got one now. There's just two mates, and they're in the bar and having a drink. And you heard about um, Gorbachev passing today? Yeah, very sad. Very, very, very sad. And they're talking about Gorbachev and how, you know, he sort of eased the tensions of the Mm. Cold War and there could have been a nuclear war and Mm. that could have been the end of it for all of us. And he said, mate, if there was a nuclear war and we all had three minutes to live... What would you do for for your next three minutes? And his mate says, Oh I'd just shag anything that moved. Absolutely anything and everything that moved, I'd be I'd be shagging it. He says to his mate, Well why? What what would you do? He says I'd sit perfectly still.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. Uh, very good. Very good, Shannon. Very good. Well, now I don't feel so nervous. <laughs> 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 Wasn't too bad, Jesuit. No, that was pretty good. Uh, fam- that was pretty good. Family rated. Right, we'll be back to uh, finish things up in a second. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening in uh, today. I know the uh, top four podcasts are few and far between at the moment, but we we have a bit of fun. It's a very busy time of year coming up with this game around twenty five, and then hopefully four weeks of finals coming up very soon. But we love getting your feedback, so make sure you jump onto your podcast app and leave us a rating and some feedback, or send us a tweet at the the Rabbitos uh, Twitter handle at SSFC Rabbitos and. We will uh, try and get another one of these done in the finals. We'll see how the workloads are going, but if not, we'll definitely catch up with a post-season wrap-up, I think. But thanks for uh, thanks for coming in today, gents, and having a chat.
2: Thank you, Jess. It's been been a lot of fun. I, I didn't want to start on a negative, but I, I did have one story to tell about yesterday. Um, unfortunately, my mood ring got stolen, and um, I just don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> We're just out of nowhere
0: I Okay
1: know. I'll tell you There's more chance of that being scrubbed out than my joke I'll tell you I was going to tell you the one about
2: the, You know you're talking about Canberra and the snow And I was down there and it was foggy And you know I don't know It's obviously very cheeky But I tried to catch some fog Mist <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear Oh dear
0: this is no good. We better wrap it better up. We better wrap it up, yes. Righto. Well, we'll be back uh, again, hopefully, during the finals, if not just after, for a season wrap-up. That was the top four podcast for this week, and we thank Excuse you. Excuse me, Jez. Oh, just yes. Just before Hello. we stop,
1: mate. I think we've been talking about going to young Henry's <laughs> and getting – I think if he's going to come up with that rubbish he's come up with in this last segment here – we're gonna to have to have drinks before we do this in future. I just can't put up with
2: it. Well, that, right? I, w- I didn't want to bring this up, but seriously, <laughs> I, I, a little birdie told me that you you are doing something similar. Mm. Uh, there's some content coming up down at Crown, and you're having chats and discussions with some some os Great. It's, so you you're moonlighting on us, hey? You, you you're cheating.
1: No, it's all it's all within the o house. Yes. Shannon, yes. it's all within the know They're all, they're all within bars as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All within the Rabbitohs' house, all within the bars,
2: and as Jess said, we're locked out of them. <laughs> well, feel free
1: to come and watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you swine. <laughs> uh, very good. Righto, thank you for listening, and we will see you again soon on the Rabbitohs Top 4 podcast.